Walk in Your Excellence. Welcome to this week's episode of Walking Your Excellence. And I am tired. I am stuck in a house. Uh, I know that a lot of people are going through so much right now. And so first and foremost, my heart, my prayers, my positive energy goes out to all those who are being impacted by COVID-19, um, both directly and indirectly. It is such a very crazy time during this pandemic. Uh, we are all social distancing. We are all um, dealing with loss right now and grief and trying to figure out, you know, WTF, like what's really going on right now. Uh, and so I wanted to release a, an episode of really just a candid conversation. It is not scripted. It is not, um, you know, well rehearsed or anything. It's just a convo about how we are coping. So we have a special guest here, Dennis Knight, one of my very good friends who's been on season one and we are now in season four. It's been a minute since I've come back and released some episodes and I just want to have some convos about how we're coping with COVID. Dennis, welcome. Come get us out of the house. <laughs> Please. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, get us out the house. Get us out the house. Like, I want us to be safe. I want us to be healthy and well. But um, I yeah. have seen, I have not seen, I've seen these four walls so much. Yes. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I mean, so much. and I am a social dentist. We both are. We're like, we're. I'm an extrovert. I'm an extrovert. Well, you know, I'm I'm a tag along, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, miss I, the I just miss tagging. Yeah, no, I I mean I'm an extrovert. I get my energy from people. Yeah. I get my energy from yeah. outside the yeah. sun. It's springtime. And it's been beautiful. Like the oh weather has God. been beautiful. It's been on and off, but like we've had some beautiful days. Yeah, some beautiful days. And like you just want to go out and like be in the city, right? Be amongst the people. Be amongst the and people. And live your best life. Oh my God. <sighs> Oh, so let's, I don't know, man. I mean, what, what are your thoughts? Like, what, are, you know, what are you, what, uh, first, like, has anyone that you know, like, been impacted? Um, I am, I am thankful um, that no one that I know immediately yeah. um, has been impacted by everything that's going on and everything that's happening. But at the same time, we have um, students at our school, mm-hmm. you know, and they have family mm-hmm. members um, impacted, um, and you just, you feel for them and you feel for families and you watch the news um, and it's hard being a human or like, yeah, it's hard being a human and not having a heart yeah. for people who are like losing multiple family members at a time. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. um, so is that part is hard. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I sort of look at it like a blessing and a curse all at the same time. Mm. Um, even though we are bound to be in one location all the time, um, I see a lot of people flourishing. I see, yeah. I see a lot yeah. of people doing some self-reflecting mm-hmm. um, and really making some some changes in their life yes. that yeah. in other circumstances and situations, we would not have had the time. Yeah, we've been forced to. We've been yeah. forced to. Like, I was, uh, who was I talking to? I don't know who I was talking to. Um, but I, I, I was just like, yo, God was telling me to slow down. Yeah. And this is, yes, it is, yes, it's a tragedy for yeah. sure. And like, you know, my, I, I sit and reflect and my life was on a down, downward spiral. Like all I was doing was like commuting to work for working. hours. And, yeah. and, and and like, granted, I'm still working hours. I'm thankful to have a, a, a job. I'm so grateful. Um, but I needed to slow down. And just yeah. the time that, you know, I use commuting, I'm now using like 
in prayer. I'm now using like Absolutely. taking walks. I'm now using like devoting some time to go running. Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm in the same boat. Um, I definitely have used this time to like re to plug back in mm. to what is foundational to me, what is most sacred and precious to me, mm-hmm. which is like mm-hmm. time, just time with me and God, that personal time. And I had been challenging myself for the longest, like Dennis, you need to get back into it. But the day to day hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, but in a way I had placed it on the side. And mm. like, I'm really being intentional, like every day, intentionally spending that time with God, doing my devotional, yeah. um, doing some reading mm-hmm. um, with from one of my favorite authors or, you know, spiritual authors. So um, it's, it's really has, it really has challenged me to like go back to the basics and my, the foundations of my yeah. faith and beliefs. Yeah. Speaking of going back to basics, uh, and we talk about this as friends all the time, like, I, I have been living, on my, uh, I think people who know me well know that I live a little bit of a lavish lifestyle sometimes. <laughs> I like the good things in life. You know, I came from the hood, oh, work wow. my way up a little bit. You do. You know, and you so do. I enjoyed a little extra. Um, but I've been living a real minimal <laughs> life <laughs> recently. Very reductionist is what no I would call it. Bills. No brunch bills. No Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, if you follow no me on Instagram, brunch you know you <laughs> you know my <laughs> let me shut up. My brunch bill can can feed a small village, it okay? Could. Um <laughs> it could. I miss me a good brunch, but I have been living a reductionist, minimalist life. But I I've also been saving a lot of money, which is super dope. Yeah, we talked about that. Super dope. I, w- I was telling you, like, for the fr- like, legit being completely honest. Yeah. Um, as a thirty-four year old, like, I have never been thirty-four. Able- where? Uh, well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> don't flatter me. <laughs> I appreciate it. Good black don't crack. Okay. Hashtag. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this I have never been this disciplined with like my bank accounts and and savings mm. and like to log in and be like, oh, okay, so if you know if something go awry, you gonna be all right, 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 so right. So and I'm grateful for that. But again, th- this is the blessed side yes. of like this whole pandemic because I could definitely see myself like I was supposed to be on my way to Charlotte. Oh yeah, to meet you. To meet. Oh my God, can we talk a, about that for a conference right before COVID? The like the day, like literally, like the, the day, day it of, got crazy. And you called me. You were like, "Do not come to the airport." Yeah, like March 11th, March 12th. Like that was the day it changed for all of America. Really, especially up here, up north. Right. That's when it got like real, real up north. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We were, we were. I was, I, remember, I was. Shout out to Mario. Uh, if you're listening to this in profile, gentlemen, we were. I was literally there already. And I'm, you know, I'm presenting. I was moderating a, a, a panel, a couple of panels actually, um, with profound gentleman Charlie North Carolina. And so I took a leap of faith and was like, you know what? I'm still gonna go. I'm gonna stay true to my commitment. Um, I mean, uh, that's when the airports were like just starting to get a little bit, yeah. you know, quiet. Yeah. I was, I got to, I uh, got to Newark Airport and I was like, oh, this is, it's quiet here. I ain't never seen this. <laughs> and literally, Dennis was supposed to be there. You were supposed to be there a couple yeah, hours I about, later. I was about to co- drive to the airport. Yeah. And you called me. You were like, don't, it's even, a dub. don't even get on the plane. Just go go to work tomorrow and prepare It's a dub. what's going to happen. Yeah. So. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. So crazy. I mean, one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is, um, you know, there's no new, there's no, like, let's go back to the old ways. Like, I think our lives yeah. are, we've never experienced the pandemic yeah. of our lifetime. So there is no 
there's no old ways. It's only the new normal, so yeah. to speak. And people use this phrase. And yes, granted, people are like, oh, I don't want to talk about the new normal. That's not the right phrase to use. Whatever you call it, this is our life. Yeah. And and like COVID has impacted us. I've been thinking a lot about like what, if anything, post COVID looks like. But really, post COVID is now. It's like what is what what does the world look like right now? For real. For and real. it's it's a hard thing to deal with. And one of those things. I've been battling with is just like predictability and trying to get back to a routine of sorts. I mean, but, but routines are even changing. Yeah. What yeah. we did on a regular day to day basis before March 13th for us up here is not going to be the same whenever the doors swing open again. Like mm-hmm. it is going to be completely, it's just going to, life is just going to be different yes. as we know it yeah. in every aspect, in every facet. Like we're just gonna have to learn as a people to adapt mm. um, to to the newness that's gonna happen and mm-hmm. what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think it's gonna cause some anxiety for some people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I I've had my fair share of dealing with anxiety in the past and yeah. and depression. And like I'm not gonna lie, like the first 18 days, and literally I know that number because finally on day 19 I was like I need to go like get my life back and get my health back I was sitting around I was just eating I was on like 14 hours of phone calls a day and I I was like I'm losing myself yeah and so like my anxiety was very high I was dealing with not being able to hug people and talk to people and do you know normal people things that we all were probably dealing with but for some people you know this is a, a whether clinically clinically diagnosed or not, like it's a thing that people deal with depression and anxiety and yeah. like how you react to the world in yeah. in moments like this. What were like? Can you just be candid with uh, with us? And I told I, this wasn't supposed to be an interview, but we are talking. <laughs> this is a candid conversation with a friend. Like this is normal people. Like what are right. we going through? Talk to talk to me about like what what did you go through in the beginning? Like did you quickly adjust? Did you you know what was the process? No, because. The first week that, um, the week after we got the announcement and our and my job, our school shut down, um, I was sick, mm. and I was very nervous um, because I am a type one diabetic, mm-hmm. and so like all mm-hmm. of the things just started rushing through my head, like what's happening, what's going on, and you know this was this first week was like when it was like minute by minute, minute. coverage. On television, minute. and every it's like as soon as something happened, they immediately broke it. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm laying in my bed, I'm watching TV. They say a, they say a headache, and it feels like my head is about to burst wide open. Yeah. And I don't know if these were real full symptoms or if I was just watching the news too much. Yeah. But I remember after that first week, I said I can I have one check I have one thing that I'm checking in a day. From the news, this is the only thing that I'm going to watch. Yes. And I'm just going to have to find some. I'm going to have to binge watch some shows. That's real. I'm going to have to turn the TV off, read a book. That's real. Go back to sleep. But, like, I was I was literally, every minute of my life was sitting in front of my TV, going from NBC to ABC mm-hmm. to CNN mm-hmm. to reading all of this mess Listen. on Facebook. Yo. Because people were just putting and out And creating anything. stuff just and fake news. And, and just... like... It is, I guess that's where a lot of anxiety is coming from anyway. Yeah. And then, like, now all of a sudden I'm hearing news stations and say, like, limit the amount of time that you watch the news. Yes. Like, this should have been said, like, the first week. Yeah. It's so funny because I I was saying that the first, I'm someone who, like, and I just read this really great book. If you have not read it yet, it's called um, Stillness is Key by Ryan, by Ryan Holiday. And one of the, one of the, um, 
sort of like tactics to it's a, the book is about like grounding yourself, yeah. right? Like stillness. You know, like everything around you is crazy, but how do you be still? Yeah. What are the techniques that you use to like remain calm? And as a leader, you know, I, I work in a very volatile, unpredictable environment yeah. where I have to make crazy decisions where the, the, the everyone's lives literally depend on me in that moment. How do I remain still so that I can think critically about what decisions I need to make, et cetera? Yeah. And one of the uh, techniques in that book, you really got to read it. Uh, it says limit your inputs and like limiting my inputs it's You've something been that, that I've been lot. saying that a lot. Lately. It comes from that book. I was book. wondering where you came from because you said it. I said, said it earlier. Yeah, you, you're like, I'm limiting my input. Right. Like, where is he getting this Yes, song? yes, yes. <laughs> listen, listen. Y'all better read. Y'all got to read it. You need to build your life up. So I, I was limiting my inputs. And so I said that to another uh, friend earlier. I was like, you know, I'm not, my, my Apple Watch is dead and I want it to be dead because I'm limiting my inputs. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so true. One of the things I did early on was limit my inputs. I was like, I cannot watch the news anymore. Yeah. And it sucked because I'm a, I, I, I'm a leader who has to be. Uh, you know, I kept swear. abreast of all the things like yeah. in the moment, what's going to happen. I need to, you know, get the information out to my what's team. The what's the impact? Yeah. How are we changing? And then I was like, wait, I'm t- I can't, there's no more. I have to limit my inputs. And I literally, you know, I call it digital distancing. I'm actually hosting a couple series next, next uh, month where we're reimagining what this world is for us. And like, yeah. one of the things we need to think about is digital distancing. I'm in 13, 14 hours of calls a day. Yeah. I'm my eyes are tired, my body's tired, my hips yeah. are tight. I need to like digitally distance from my computer and from information. What grounds you? Like what what thing do you hold on to mm. that like keeps you from like in this moment like legit like just losing all of it because it's so much coming at yeah, us. Oh my god. And things are like changing all the time and we're getting different narratives, we're getting different stories. We see the news, different things are going on there. Social media sometimes can be a little bit too toxic. Mm-hmm. What like what grounds you? What keeps you going and like just being hopeful that like tomorrow's going to get better. Yeah. Things are eventually going to get better. We're going to go back to work. Things may be different, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but at least we're going to go back. I mean, good health. What are those things that ground you? Yeah, that's wow. That's such a good question. It's, you know, I waver, right? And like, I, I'm someone who is always about positivity, love and light. Like if you follow me on any of my social media outlets, I'm always talking about like the spread positivity, et cetera. And that does get hard, even for someone who's always constantly thinking about it and being pulled in so many different ways. I think one of the things, and I posted recently about having optimism and being encouraged. Yeah. I think one of the things that ground me is that like we always that that we will get through it. Like just the thought, yeah. just the simple thought of just like, oh, Lord, this too shall pass. You know, yeah. one of my songs, you know, when I'm going through it, child, Yolanda Adams, this too shall pass. Oh, uh, yo, don't you start with my God. So he loves to talk about my relationship with the Lord, my gospel. I know, but God lives in 2019. Uh, whatever, whatever. Like Yolanda <laughs> Adams speaks to me. Shirley Caesar speaks to me, okay? Shirley Caesar! <laughs> This too shall pass. And so I, I encourage people to really just like, it's going to it's gonna pass and we're going to have some hard times. And that, that is unfortunate. And we have to figure out how to embrace it and yeah. smile through it and yeah. see ourselves. You know, I always talk about like uh, visualizing yourself on the other side. Like it's one okay. of the things I talk to people a lot about. It's like, yes, you're going through this really tough time. Can you see yourself on the other side? Like that's the first step. If you don't, this thing will anything in life will just just you'll succumb to it. Yeah, you will, it will absolutely. It, it's a mindset. It's thing. a mindset. It's all it in your is mind. All a mindset. All in thing. your mind. Like, 
and you like I am an advocate of having conversations with yourself because mm-hmm. sometimes you just really got to sit yourself down or be still. Be still. Be still. I really need to read that book. Be still. Um, yeah. Yes. Still. Yeah. Yep. Really Stillness do. is key. But legit, like sometimes you really, really need to like just be still. Take a moment to breathe. Take in what's going on mm-hmm. because you just cannot like eliminate that from your reality. But take in what's going on and then decide what are you going to feed yourself or how are you feeding yourself. What things are you going to take in and what things do you have the power to release from you? Mm -hmm. And even speak those things out loud. Like I am really like the other day I told you, I just had this moment of like extreme intense anxiety sitting in my room after a call. Mm -hmm. And I legit, I remember standing up in my room and I said, I said it out loud. I said, anxiety you have no place here. Come on. You, you ha- I Come on. never had to deal with anxiety, thank God. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. I, I had to, I had to hear myself say that, and I had to release myself from whatever was trying to overtake me. Yes. And it was a lot that was happening that day. A lot of calls, mm-hmm. a lot from mm-hmm. different people that I have to interact with with my job. Mm-hmm. But like I remember having to stand up and like vocalize that, like anxiety. You you have no place here. Yeah. You have no control here. Mm-hmm. And I really really had to just like release that. And and I had to change my mind. Yeah. I had to take a moment, breathe. It's like nope. Nope, you're allowing all yourself to receive and take in all of this at one time. Yeah. And it's just not humanly possible. It's not humanly possible. And I, and I think a lot of us need to do that. A lot of us just need to name things and name it out loud. Like I've named to my family, like we're in a we're in a Facebook chat with my family and God bless my aunt. Have mercy, Jesus. <laughs> but as soon as she say something see something on Facebook, whether it is true or not, right, she immediately posts it in our family Facebook group. And I've told I've told my family I am not taking in anything. I, I will mute yeah. myself in this conversation because I can't. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you can't allow people. You can't allow people to throw that other stress and anxiety. Yo, my God. it's real. That's I say that all the time. Right I yeah, I say that all the time. <laughs> like I, the phrase I use is transferring anxiety. I legit have to sometimes be like, mm, nope, I'm not. I'm not allowing you to transfer your anxiety yeah. onto me. Yeah, like I can't carry it. Yeah. I got my own sh- <laughs> to carry. Okay, like I can't carry that i have to pick and choose how much of it i i can carry for yeah, real honestly yeah i i, I 100 agree with that what has been the uh what what's the most beautiful thing that has happened to you during this time oh my god i am glad that you asked that question and guess what i'm not going to answer it right now on this uh, episode i'm not going to answer it in this episode because back. we got some we got some i mean you got to stay tuned to my Walking Your Excellence co-host this week where we're <laughs> coping with COVID series. We got some more info to drop. I'm going to launch the next episode with some amazing things that are happening in my life. And you got to stay tuned to yes. me and Dennis who are t- just having candid conversations about what it means to be living right now in COVID. So the next couple episodes, you will see a little bit different of a twist for Walking Your, Epi- uh, Walking Your Excellence. It's not going to be an interview. It's not going to be scripted. It's going to be he and I just having conversations about what it is that we're dealing with. The real deal um from dating from not dating well not dating but like how how many a- how aspects of our life and there's some interesting stories so trust me you <laughs> trust me and stay true i can't wait to talk about the things that are that are most beautiful in my life and so we'll launch um the the next episode with that and so thank you guys for listening i am back it is official 
season four looks, feels, and sounds a little bit different. Um, and I am just excited. Shout outs to my my producer, uh, Amaya, who has really worked with me to make sure that this is going to the next level. And we have reimagined what it means to, um, to podcast during this time. And I'm really excited about the great things that are in store for season four. As always, guys, define who you are. Follow your passion. Speak your truth. Be unapologetically you. And always remember to walk in your excellence.